Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week of the Max Potential Habits podcast. Today, we are going to have a powerful conversation about, of course, mindset, because we always talk about that. But I have a guest on today who wrote a book called The Domino Effect, Fear Versus Faith. And you all know how much I talk about fear, how it holds you back in entrepreneurship, keeps you stuck and in a limited space in building your business. So I love, love, love that our guest today, Tina Marks, has a YouTube channel that's called Transparent with Tina. She has powerful conversations with entrepreneurs about fear, about mindset, about the power of being an entrepreneur, uh, and those conversations for the name, Transparent, are a deep dive into what holds people back, all kinds of cool things. So you're definitely gonna wanna check her out. She's gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about her podcast, and she's a motivational business coach, and all, just all the things that I love to bring to the table for you. We're gonna have an organic conversation, and you are gonna love it, so stay tuned. Welcome to the show today, Tina. Hey, Amanda, how are you? It's great to see you. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm, I'm really glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, so let's start. I always like to start with backstory of how you got into coaching in the first place or you know, whatever your industry is. For you, I wanna know what brought you to, to coaching land? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, when people say how long you've been coaching, and I, I, I say pretty much my whole life because you know, ever since I was little, I've just had this like innate ability uh, to draw people to me and get them to open up immediately and come to me when they have a problem. And so uh, I think that came from my own personal, when I was younger and I read about this in my first book, you know, I felt like I was very afraid and very alone. So I was, I was always really compassionate about people that were going through the same thing. And, um, you know, just my ability to, to, to share my story and talk to them. And I always knew that I, I just felt so rewarded when I could help somebody. To me, you know, there's the giving and the taking. It's like, I, there's no, no greater feeling than when I feel like I'm making a difference in somebody's life. And especially because of my background, being very insecure and very fearful. And, you know, I write about it in my book. My father um, was the kind of father that nothing was ever good enough. So, you know, to me, the message was, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. So when I could actually help people, it was like my first feeling of saying, wow, I am worthy. You know, and the more that I, I like started getting into that, um, I, I, I just, you know, my passion just grew and grew and grew. And, and back then, there wasn't life coaching. There was, um, there was psychologists. So I was mm -hmm. looking at maybe doing that. And it's like, I was thinking about this the other day. It's funny because... Um, I was like, well, that's going to take me like seven years to get through school. And I was so young then. And I think, oh, I think I said, oh, I'll be 40 something, <laughs> you know, but you know, there, there's always a divine plan. And, and, and I didn't do that. But um, so, you know, that, that's what led me into um, helping people. And I, I found metaphysics. That was like my answer. That was my pivot point. Because up until then, I was like one of these people going, why is everybody else getting married? finding, you know, moving forward. And I felt not only was I staying where I was, I felt like I was moving backwards. And, and, and in a sense, I was, I mean, I explained to like my clients, I said, when you're not moving forward, you're actually moving backwards, according to the laws of physics. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, I felt like I was a late bloomer in that way. And, you know, things that scared me, I would just kind of put my head in the sand. And um, I found that when I started coaching people, I was, it helped me in that I was addressing my own situation that I wasn't facing. Because for me, I can't tell a client to do something if I'm not doing it myself. It's very hard to sleep at night. I mean, it's, it's called a hypocrite, right? So um, that's my journey into helping others. I always knew it was helping others. And then when life coaching came along, I, I started doing that. And um, now I'm a business coach. Awesome. Okay. I know when we talked pre-show and, and when we've had other conversations, I know you talked also about being a single mom for a long time and a cancer survivor. Would you share some of that backstory? Oh, sure. Yeah. My son is now 16 and I've been a single mom since he was five and a half months. And I was, a, I, I had him when I was 41. So I was a late mom and I just, even then compared to where I am now, I mean, I remember saying, how am I going to keep this alive? <laughs> and um, so I think I, I was coaching, but I wasn't really making enough to survive. There were so many days, so many nights, so many weeks going, go get a real job, you know, and nothing opened up for me. I did get my real estate license and I practiced that, but it just did not fulfill me. And I remember so many nights going, I'm going to lose my house and how am I going to do this? And, you know, maybe I should put my son into aftercare, but for the amount of money I would be getting paid for a hourly job, it's, you know, a lot of women face this. It's like, yeah. might as well stay at home. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, how am I going to get ahead if I'm this, I'm, you know, not stay at home. He would go to school for part of the time, but I was always there to pick him up every day. And you know, this is the interesting part. I know you, you'll agree with me, Amanda. It's like during the time I'm going, what is going on? Where is my life going? I'm getting older. Nothing's really coming to fruition. I mean, I'm making ends meet barely, but you know, what's going to happen from here? And that's where my faith really stepped in because now I know for a fact that when things are not happening on your plan and getting into fear and how's this going to happen i look back now and i said you know what the, the most important job i ever had was raising my son and i could have put him in you know in daycare from 6 30 till 6 30 at night which a lot of people have to do so i'm not knocking that at all but i was fortunate enough to be there and pick him up from school and be hands-on in that way and i look back now going you know what there's still the rest of my life for me to build my career because he's 16 and I hardly ever see him now because he's driving, he's all with his friends. I have to say to him, you know, what are your plans today? It's not like, this is what we're doing, you know? So it really does all work out, but you really have to have faith. And that took me a long time to trust. And, you know, something would happen, I'd have faith and it would happen and I'd be like, wow. But then the next time I didn't trust it again. You yeah. Know? And the next time I didn't trust it again. And, and I, I've come to realize that that is really, if you just have that deep down faith, that things are happening for your highest and best good. And you really believe that even when things look really rocky and really shady, it always turns out to your um, benefit. Okay. I want to dig here because I, I hear this all the time and I, I say the same things and I'm realizing, you know, for someone listening and going like, okay, and how do I do that? <laughs> you know, it's like that practical part of faith. We can go just have faith. What does that actually practically look like? How did you step into that power? 
Okay, so like I said, I, 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 got, I found metaphysics when I was 35 and I, and I got my master's in metaphysics. And you know, just because you get the certification, it's just like just when you get licensed for real estate, still doesn't mean like you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what up here, but I think it finally resonated on a cellular level deeply about four years ago. Um, my, my belief up until that time was that I am not capable of providing the kind of life for myself and my son that I desire. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I, I was making the payments and I wasn't getting, you know, losing my house or anything like that. And it's it, everything happens in a moment, you know, it was all leading up to that. And I felt that, you know, that I was, losing momentum so to speak and if someone said one day I, I lost everything i lost my relationship i lost my career i lost my income i had to move out of my house uh for all intents and purposes i was homeless i was living in my sister's house and my brother's house and a friend of mine's house let me uh stay in malibu and i that was such a dark time for me and i remember having seriously dark thoughts seriously like why am I here? Maybe it would be better if I wasn't here, mm -hmm. you know? And then there was this small voice. It was small, but it said, just keep going. And so I just kept taking one foot in front of the other. But I mean, it was so bad. The only re the relief that I had was when I was sleeping, honestly. Because the minute my eyes opened, it was this overwhelming anxiety that I just couldn't put to rest. And... Um, then I just, you know, I was rewarded. I just kept one foot in front of the other. And then the opportunity to become a business coach through a friend of mine who was a coach there. Um, I applied and that just got me on the road. And then I started gaining clients and I started feeling better about myself because, you know, I think a lot of people are under the misconception that, that things and money will make you feel uh, full and feel safe and secure. Well, I've been on both sides and, and that is not the truth. You know, I mean, by the way, when I say I lost everything, I had gone through a million dollars, which a lot of people never even have in their lifetime. So you can imagine what was going on in my head when I went from that to going, oh, you know, I have $10,000 left in the bank. I have 5,000 and I have no income. I mean, it was scary. Uh, but looking back, it was probably the best lesson. To me, the way I take it, it was the universe's way going, You've never felt like you were capable of doing this. I'm going to show you just how strong and capable and powerful you are. So to me, I would, I don't want to do it over again, <laughs> but it was worth going through that because now I know no matter what happens, um, that I know the way it works. And I know as long as I keep the belief in myself strong and know the way that, you know, the faith works, then anything is possible. Nice. Okay. So, so in there, wow. So, so much in there. I was like, I love to think, of course, think about next questions to ask. I'm like, okay, what do I do when I have 20 questions to ask? Yeah. <laughs> um, first back way backing up. I'm realizing I talk about metaphysics a lot on here and I don't ever really describe what that means. What, what does it entail to get a metaphysics degree? Like what do you learn in there? That's kind of for people to understand what that looks like. Well, metaphysics means meta, meaning beyond. It's beyond the physical, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think that everybody has a very hard time grasping faith, God, I, you know, whether it's religion, 
or it's based on science, quantum physics, it all is the same message. You know, it goes back to Einstein. It goes back, so, you know, it's, this is, there's nothing new age about this. It's based on whatever you think and truly believe you are vibrating on a certain energy. Okay. And that energy has nothing, has no other choice except to match to an identical energy. So if you're feeling depressed, you're going to attract that energy. Okay. And if you are vibrating a high energy, all of a sudden and you're open, it, it's Gabby. I just finished Gabby Bernstein's book called mm -hmm. the um, super attract. Yeah. And it shows the emotional scale. And there's 22, I believe. And, and it was very interesting in her book because she said, and I'm trying to do this every day. I look at the scale and I go, which one, where am I? Mm -hmm. You know, I, and it, you know, you have to know which one's the bottom. And if you're like, let's say you're depressed, I just need to get a couple higher up and then give yourself a pat on the back for reaching another level. You know, and I, if, if you're anything like me, even when I accomplish something, I am on to the next thing. Is that, that's my phone. I'm sorry. I thought I'd turn that off. <laughs> no problem. It, it is off. <laughs> my texts are still coming through. Sorry about that. Um, so um, let's see. Get me back on track. Um, yeah. So uh, de depression and oh, if you could just uh, raise to the next few. Right. And metaphysical. Yeah. So, so I think that, that, that what metaphysical is, is believing in something beyond your five senses. You've always, you've all heard of the sixth sense, right? So if you think about like what created us, you know, and it's pure energy, it's been proven that it's pure energy. It's, you have to, you know, you've heard the expression, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. It's really the opposite. And you know, the more as each day goes by, I go, you know what? Everything we've been taught is almost backwards. If yeah. you believe it, then you'll see it. Not I'll believe it when I see it. It's believe it first, yeah. then you'll see it. Yeah. And so that's really what it's, it's putting blind faith into knowing if it's put on your heart, if it's something really strong, a desire that you want to do, then that's put on your heart by the universal energy, the, the create the creator saying you are, there's only one person like you in this world that has your gifts. And you have, and you know, you're lucky to have that stamp and it's, it's almost like your duty to bring it forward. And you know what? I have found that every time I try to smash my passions going, no, I'll just do something else that makes <laughs> sense. Cause I've heard that all the time. Do something realistic. It's like, I always circle back around it, whether it's a year or a day or whatever, because you know what, once it's in your heart, I don't think anything else is really going to make you happy because that's what you're born to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. Thank you. Because I think it, there's different takes on it and, and you know, in metaphysics and, one of my quests of this year specifically was to understand the art and science of manifestation. And of course that takes into account law of attraction and metaphysics and law of frequency and law of reflection and all these amazing things. And I go, that faith piece is so huge. And you said something, you know, it's like the blind faith piece, but the interesting thing is I so agree with you that, you know, that idea that we were taught everything wrong because it isn't really blind faith. Like it, I see it working in so many people's lives. It's just that I hadn't, I didn't see it for myself and I didn't believe yeah, it. It works for everybody else. It just doesn't work for you. Right. 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 <laughs> I just thought somehow there was like some magical way they were born, Yeah, right. <laughs> you right. know, and it's fun to play in the field of metaphysics where would you believe it? And, and you go, I don't totally like I ha I've had to do incremental steps where I just stretch my comfort zone a little more every single day, you know, because if I went from like, 
you know, oh, I'm on food stamps to like, I'm going to make $10 billion. My brain would instantly go, yeah, you're full of shit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you can't have the faith in it. But if you go, oh, I can go from food stamps to like, I mean, my first goal was like, I want to make, it was my very first goal was I want to make $2,500 a month coaching, you know? And then it was like, okay, now four, now five, now 10, now 20. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. You know, it's this really wild process, but to have that faith piece and to be able to step into the belief, I think it's those incremental stretches. What do you think about that? Oh, I, I, I definitely agree. And like I said before, I think you need to, I think once you reach that plateau that you like, let's say you wanted to make $20,000, $10,000. It's very, very important to take a step back and give yourself praise for that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Instead of going, I'm on to the next thing, you know? Yeah. And the other thing I've, I've found that it's, it's, I'm just starting to now, uh, every time it would work. Okay. I'd be like, it's the craziest thing at work. And now I'm starting to go, no, it works every time. Like, of course it's it a works. Law. It's just like <laughs> yeah. the law of gravity. And, you know, whether you believe it or not, it works, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, and in my book, you know, fear versus faith, the premise is, is that we're always in one of two mindsets. That's it. That's it. We're either in a faith-based mindset or a fear-based mindset and they each create a domino effect. So, you know, most people walk around and they're living their life, what I call my book by default, because they are not setting intention into their life. So another question that you would ask me is like, how do I do that? I, um, and I just had this conversation with a new client today. I said, I do not wake. I'm not that person that wakes up that I'm just, do you know those people that are just happy for the minute they get up and yes, no matter what's going on. Yeah. Well, I, I'll be honest. That's just not me. I have to work into that mindset. So what I do, um, is I have a morning routine that, a dumps out my thoughts, which are a lot of self-limiting, um, self-defeating thoughts. And then I interject thoughts, have how I want to move forward in the day. I set intentions, which is really important. And then I can handle challenges. Whereas before I never did that. Anything would make me buckle. Anything to would get me into fear because I was that was like my that was my comfort zone. I mean, it's not a great comfort zone, but that was my comfort zone growing up. Sure. That was like, yeah. that's what I knew. That's what was, was familiar. So I would always retreat back to that. Any little bump in the road, any some, something that would come across my path that I, path that I needed to learn. Uh, I pretty much stuck my head in the sand. I, was, I had this conversation recently too. I said, I, I felt like I was living, I was, I was living kind of in a fog for about 20 years. It took mm -hmm. me a mm -hmm. long time. So if, you know, it's not, not, and then of course you might go, gosh, I wish I'd have gotten it sooner. But you know, a lot of people never get this yeah. their whole lives and they're existing. They're not really living. They're not engaging in life. They are just existing. And that was me. And that's why I'm so inspired to like bring this message forward because I've lived on both sides and that way is no way to live. Oh, yes. I so, yeah. I so agree. And you know, I think it's cool. I think about this a lot, like the people that are attracted to my work, it, through, like anyone who's listening to this right now was meant to hear you and me having this conversation. Absolutely. absolutely. They wouldn't be here otherwise. 
you know, which means that if you're, you know, we're talking to you, everyone, you're listening to this, it means you're ready to start to see beyond the physical. You're ready to start to embrace the power of the law of attraction. You're ready to start diving into being a manifester. Like, I know those words, I mean, it's funny for me as a PhD social scientist who's, you know, like evidence-based and all those things to be saying even the word manifestation. It took me a while to get myself to do that in my coaching business. And it's like, you know what, that's, that's what's happening. You know, like I've turned into a powerful manifester and it's so fun. Why wouldn't I want to share that with the world? You know, I think something there, you know, the power in words, right? And I think mm -hmm. the words, in fact, I was having a conversation with my brother not too, too long ago and I used the word God and he stopped me and he goes, well, you know, if you use the word universe, I understand that better. And you know, yeah. people do relate to, and I was the same way because, you know, I always thought God, a little man up there with a beard and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I usually like to use the word energy, you know? Yeah. And I think people that are interested in this, that can't fully grasp this, I would recommend like start studying quantum physics. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it, science doesn't lie. So right. you know, that might be a stepping stone for you. And then you could, then you could understand yeah. more of what we're talking about. I love that you say that because that's exactly how I started. Because I had a big, big charge on the word God because I was raised fundamentalist Christian. Mm -hmm. So like, I, you know, I was raised to believe very specific thoughts about God. And so for years, I, I mean, until really recently, actually, I had a big spiritual shift last summer at, the, at an event I went to. And it was like, I couldn't even use that word at all. It was like, I would have a visceral response to hearing that word. <laughs> Yeah. And, and now, you know, I just look at it. I mean, it, I borrow from John Demartini. It says uh, the grand organized design of the universe, G-O-D, grand organized design. I'm like, oh, I Ooh, like I've that. never heard that before. I like that. <laughs> you know, and it's like, now. right. So I talk about it a lot, like universe or energy or um, it, higher power works for some people. So whatever it is for you out there, you know, use what works for you. But it's, it's one of those undeniable truths that the more that my mind grasps onto this, the more that I find evidence of, from science, from, you know, from research, from my own experiences, from my clients' experiences, from the universe, you know, it's that law of attraction where I go, it, it is confirmation bias too. But the cool thing is that my confirmation bias chooses to find evidence that I can succeed to the highest level and max my potential in every area of my life and business, whatever I choose to believe in myself. Yes, exactly. And everybody has that opportunity. Everybody has that opportunity. And uh, for example, I was raised in an affluent family. I mean, monetarily, I had everything I could possibly, you know, I, I, you're an acre land on a prestigious golf course, tennis court, pool, private schools, tennis lessons, every kind of like, piano lessons. I mean, I couldn't even keep up with all this stuff but I've ne I'd never felt more alone and afraid in my life because the message I was getting, you know, I see, I, I talk about this in my book too, which is really interesting. It wasn't until I started writing it that I had this epiphany. I had this mother who was all about spirituality. She got her uh, science of mind one and two. She went back to like college at 40 or you know, 50 years old. Nice. Yeah, I was about 50 years old. And so she was all about that. And you can do anything you want to. And then here I have my father, that nothing's good enough. Uh, That's the fear and faith-based mindset. Yeah. My dad was the fear-based. My mom was the faith-based. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you've heard that too, without whatever, when you feed gets bigger. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. the metaphysics all about too, which you know, is, you know, you've got your conscious mind, 
And then you've got your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is the order taker. It stores all of your beliefs. So if you were afraid your whole life, like I was and felt like you weren't worthy and you weren't capable, what you have to do is you have to rewire that part. You have to start filling it with new beliefs and extricating the negative beliefs. Because I think there's like, 55,000 thoughts that go through our, our minds every single day and 85% on the average person are self-limiting negative beliefs. Wild. So if you think about that, yeah. you know, it's yeah. kind of not our fault. It will. I mean, we're, yeah, we're wired for it. Right. I mean, and I think that's, that's such an important thing to remember when, because already if you're wired to beat yourself up and have negative limiting beliefs, then on top of it, you're going to be wired to go crap. Now I've got to overcome the negativity bias. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so and it's like, it's, it helps to know it's normal. It's what everyone experiences. And it's completely possible to rewire your brain in a different direction when you choose to be more conscious about it. You know, it's why I do mindset and habits because I go, your mindset is just a habit and joy is a habit Absolutely. and training your brain in the direction of focusing on the positive is a habit. You know, it's, those are all just habits and anyone can learn them. Well, this is all learned because when we're born, and I talk about this in the first, the first part of my book is talking about how we got here because any child is born with a faith-based mindset. Look at any child. They're filled with love, joy. They're not fearful at all, right? They know exactly who they are. They know exactly what they want. They have passion, conviction, everything. And then all of a sudden when they start getting older, they have authoritarian figures that say, you can't do this, whether it's a parent or a school yeah. teacher or whatever. And that's where it all starts closing. So that's a learned mindset. But we're not born with that fear-based mindset. Our natural state is one of knowing anything is possible. Yeah. Right? So, so if you think about it that way, that is that. What, and, we're, and you know, whether we know it or not, we're all trying to get back there. Yeah. Because if you're unhappy, that's your soul longing to get back there to that place of yeah. just joy and, and doing what you love. And yeah. And a loving person. Yeah, I want to ask you because we, we haven't gone there yet, um, but it's making me think about cancer. And, and a lot of times what I talk to people about is when we're out of alignment, the universe will wake us up through bringing us challenges such as illnesses, you know, depression, divorce, affairs, losing your money, all of these things to help you get back into alignment. Yes, So exactly. I'd love to hear your, your so, story of overcoming cancer and your well, thoughts there. It was really timely when I got cancer because I had just finished my book. It was to the editor. It came back to me. It was about to be released. And um, then I got a phone call um, that I, my doctor called me. I'll never forget. I'm standing looking out my window in the kitchen and he says, I'm so sorry. You have cancer. Here's my cell phone number. And I hung up and never once did I think, why me? I felt sad. You know, I didn't. And I didn't even really feel afraid. I just felt really sad. But again, I just written this book. Remember I was talking about like, I can't coach people and not be that way. I'm going, I don't know if that was in the back of my mind or what, but um, so I, the doctor had recommended for me to uh, do radiation and then follow up with a drug. I had breast cancer, follow up with a drug for five years called tamoxifen to make sure that it didn't come back. Well, because I was just so filled with faith and I had just written this book, I, you know, I was very in touch with my intuition, very in touch with the universe, and that didn't resonate with me. So when you're searching, you know, when they say when the student is ready, the teacher appears, I just was led to three books. Uh, one was Dr. Robert Young's book, The PH Miracle, about the alkaline diet. 
Nice. Oh, I just interviewed last week again. I interviewed him right after my cancer, and I just interviewed him last week. And um, then also Dr. Gundry's book, and then Suzanne Summers' book. And after reading it, and then I was really- Will you name those books for people listening in case they want them? Dr. Robert O. Young, he's written 70 books. The pH Miracle is about the alkaline diet. He does the alkaline diet for diabetes, for uh, weight loss. Just go to uh, Dr. Robert Young, dot com and you'll see all of his he's you know he's one of the top research scientists uh in the world for the past two and a half decades nice okay and then say the other two authors and and dr stephen gundry okay dr stephen gundry was he and his partner were the top pediatric uh heart surgeons in the world for uh, pediatrics for children and um his his story is amazing because now he's into preventative, alternative, he's completely gone to the other side because he's, you know, he had a he had a client that you know basically was going to die, and he changed this. The client had changed his diet, and then he went, "Wow, a diet can actually do that." So that's how he got involved in it. And then Suzanne Summers' book was Knockout because she had breast cancer as well. So um, after reading those, I said, "Nope, I'm not doing the radiation." Everybody thought I was crazy. I'll just do the radiation. And I said, uh, I'm, it's fine. I'm the same. I would, I'm like a natural medicine. Oh, I'm so glad I did yeah. now at this yeah. point. So I followed Dr. Robert O. Young's. I got the alkaline machine, did the alkaline diet, and I've been cancer free for 12 years now. And so that was my intuition. And that wow. was my faith leading me. And I, since then, I've had girlfriends that have um, been diagnosed that were a lot younger than me. And I would tell them this and they say, well, if that was true, my doctor would know. Yeah. Not it's, necessarily. It's a hard paradigm. Like the, the, you know, if you're really embedded in the medical belief system, it's a paradigm that I just go, I, I choose people can do what, what feels right to them. They can do it. But here's the thing. If you're in fear, you're yeah. going to just do what somebody tells you to do because I wasn't yeah. in fear. Yeah. I was open to receiving other information, which is why, how I was led to these books. Yeah. If I was yes. in here, I would have just done what my doctor told me. And so that's true. Right well, there. and that's, I love that you're saying that. Okay. Because the key takeaway there it, for everyone listening is that when you're in faith, you're open to answers. When you're in fear, you're closed and it's like flight, flight, freeze. And you just, all you can do is listen to what people are telling you to do, which exactly. shuts down your intuition, shuts down your RAS, your reticular activating system to track for possibilities in the ether in the universe, you know? And so it's like, I, I so agree with you because it might be that someone, if they're not in fear, might choose to go the route of, of radiation and, and medication. And you know, that, that could work for them. If they're in fear, nothing's going to work as well. Let's say, I can't say with certainty, but you know what I mean? It's like, I totally understand. It's it's the vibrational frequency. When you're in fear, you have blinders on, you're going throughout your day. You're just doing what you need to get done to get the end of your day to or to the weekend to just, you know, and then basically fall out and do nothing. <laughs> and, you know, we all have those days. Like, I'm like, live, live for the weekend though. Yeah. You know? the weekend, so are you yeah. really, are you existing or are you living, you know? And yeah. after that too, um, after I decided not to do that, I was going to do, I did do the lumpectomy and I'd gone into the doctor, the, the surgery schedule. I went in, he's, we're making, and I said, so how large of a scar are you going to leave me with? And he, you know, he holds his hand out for like an inch long and I have very small breasts and that again. And I, and I looked at him, I said, what? And he goes, what do you want? I'm saving your life. Again, 
I, I said, this is not the doctor for me. And I called my brother who I was estranged with then. I really didn't want to make that phone call. Really didn't want to make that phone call, but I did. And he got me into uh, Dr. Christy Funk, who is the most amazing. She listened to me. You, huh. you can't even tell there was any surgery. Wow, that's amazing. Did you reconcile with your brother after that? We're great now. See? We, we, we had another following now. But that's so now. fascinating to me because I always look at that too. It's like these, these things that happen along your path that lead you in the direction of really of love, of self-love, of loving other people, of finding yourself, of connection and alignment. You know, it's like I just go... It's a, it's you know John trained in John D Martini's work. I don't know if you know his work. Do you know his? Work? No, I don't. No, okay, so so he's stuff. really like he. I found him at the very beginning of this path for myself, and I was just blown away. Like holy moly, there's a whole other world out there that I need to know about. <laughs> and his method helps you see the love in everything, and and ha and like you know the you know if for people listening, it's the in quotes the trauma that we experience is a lesson. There's a lesson in everything. And it's all to get you back to alignment and to become one with God, grand organized design. Uh, uh, amen, sister, because that's what I believe too. I believe that all of our challenges are to bring us closer to God. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that, that's what yeah. it is. And it, how else is God, the universe is going to wake you up and get your attention to get yeah. you to go on another path, you know? I right. Mean, the, the only way for me, I needed the house to fall on me. Other people exactly don't now. Now next time, hopefully that won't happen. Right. And that's the interesting thing, right? Because you go, oh, a cataclysmic event can get you back in alignment, or my choice can get me back in alignment. Yes, exactly. Conscious but, choice. But, so, but sometimes it takes the event to awaken us, right? Totally. <laughs> oh, uh, I've, ne I've never experienced that. No, you've never actually. <laughs> oh yeah. I've had big events awaken me before for sure. <laughs> you know what's really scary, Amanda, is that most people think the way that they're living in fear and envy and, you know, no fulfillment, they think that that's normal because most people they talk to are experiencing the same thing, but that's really not normal. It's just because yeah. of our normalcy. Yeah. And that's why I'm so passionate about doing what I'm doing. And I, I know that's why you're so passionate too, because once you've been on the other side, how do you keep your mouth shut about this? Yeah, yeah, I can't. <laughs> you don't want to keep it to yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, because you're right. I mean, just living in survival mode and feeling crappy every day i mean every day like like putting on a little a really good performative mask to right. look like things were great but it's like i felt really scared really alone really misaligned really i mean i might not have used the word misaligned but i felt i felt i felt afraid all the time you know and i, I felt like all the time unfulfilled all the time and i felt and, and i was like scared that you know when you're in survival mode on food stamps you're like if anything happens to my kids i don't know what i'm going to do to pay for it it's terrifying Exactly. You know, it's a horrible feeling. And so as I shifted in these directions and I'm like, what? This is, this answer is here for everybody. And I don't care if you're in a place. I, I love that you highlighted that you grew up in a wealthy family because money does not buy happiness. Does money not. is not either I mean, evil said, or good. It's fun. neutral, right? Like money doesn't buy happiness. It doesn't make you miserable or greedy. Money is a neutral tool that that in that amplifies whatever you are and it's a tool that you can make a larger impact if you choose to right so it's like but that doesn't buy you happiness 
I, I want to know from your perspective, like what, what is, I that? totally agree. You know, if they say money shows you just who you are, I mean, totally you're an asshole. You're going to be a bigger asshole. I, agree. I don't know if I to say that, but I just, yeah. oh, absolutely. you're a good person, you know, and here's the thing, you know, you know, when people don't want to share because they feel like the pie is not big enough for everybody. So I better not yeah. tell her about that. If you'll notice people that get this and that are, are, are truly successful are so willing to help you out because totally understand there's more than enough for everybody. Yeah. And, well, it's the um, abundance mindset, right? Versus scarcity. Totally. And yeah. where does that come from? That comes from a faith-based mindset. It never comes from a fear based Totally. Mindset. Yeah. yeah. Oh, such big lessons and oh. such a great conversation. I mean, wow. Thank you. Um, I know. I, I crave these kind of conversations. Honestly, I'm not the type of person I, I, I crave my aloneness. I mean, I also crave being so I love the social interaction, but honestly, I, I'd rather be alone than have a meaningless conversation. Not that it's got to go so deep all the time, but just something yeah. that gets this. Yes. I can't, I have no tolerance anymore. This last year, I cut six friends out. And they were probably my closest friends. My, the people I talk to the most. Yeah. And yeah. it's been lonely for me, but I, you know, whenever I journal about it, I go, I can't go back. When's, yeah. It's toxic. It's holding me back. So now totally. it's opening it up for me, for, for something new to come in. But I think a lot of people are afraid to let go of that just because it's familiar. Totally. Oh you know? yeah. I have had yeah. that too. Since I shifted my into coaching, I've changed my, I've completely changed my friend groups. And, and there are times that I feel completely socially isolated. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of a freak. I don't really fit anywhere. And this can be hard. That's what they, that's the, the when they say it's lonely at the top, that's what I think they mean by that. Because yeah. the more that you grow there, it gets the funnel gets smaller. It really yeah. does. So that's yeah. why I'm passionate about opening this up and getting more people on board. So you, cause most people can't handle that. Yeah. And even though they see the truth, they can't go through that passage yeah. to be uncomfortable and feel alone. You know, it is and, uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. you feel like a freaking alien. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you and me, us aliens, we got to hang out together. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but I so agree with you. And it's why it's like, I love to podcast and I love to share that information because I'm like, okay, let's create a tribe of people who are awesome and get this and want to hang out together and want to change the world together and want to even just have these deep conversations about what's meaningful in life and, and what's really going on behind the masks. You know? Exactly. That's what keeps me in alignment for, for, you know, and use, use that word too. That's what keeps me really on track. And that's why my show is called Transparent with Tina because yeah. for me to share, it's like, I don't feel like you have anything to hide anymore. I mean, I've yeah. probably shared it all and you know, it's so cleansing. It's so freeing and um, it also benefits others because, you know, anybody that's listening it has gone through anything that um, I talk about, that I was shameful of, or I was embarrassed about, or whatever, they can identify. And I remember, I, you know, I, I got a couple of clients from reading my book saying the reason I'm contacting you is I read your book and I really identify because I share a lot of my own personal stories in there. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that was locked away. I was never going to share it with anybody. And it gave them the freedom to go, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm yeah. not a nutcase, you know? Yeah, hey, look, everybody has done something. But when you lock it away, you know, that it needs to be healed. Something that you really want to hide the most, 
that's when you really need to look at it the most because that's what needs to be healed the most. Absolutely. Have you read, I, I, don't, I, I just discovered him recently, um, David Hawkins. Do you know no. any of David? Okay, so he has, a, he has something called the scale of consciousness uh-huh. and he talks about shame uh, is the very lowest frequency. Absolutely. So shame, you know, if you think about that, I, we're, we're all carrying shame in some way and the more work that I've done on myself, just like you're saying, the more transparent I've become. And I don't carry that shame anymore. And I go like, I, you know, I, everyone who's listening here knows like I've had an affair and I talk very openly about it. And, you know, it's like I, being on food stamps felt really shameful. It was like, something's wrong with me. You know, like, why can't I figure this out? I mean, I've shared all kinds of stuff with people and they say the same exact thing. thing. They're like, thank you. Because it gives me permission to show up with my messiness and let go of some of that shame. And it's, Uh, yeah, it's huge. When you were on my show, I just want to let you know, I had a guest on after that. And before he was on, he was looking, he was watching all my shows and he mentioned you. He said, I love Dr. Amanda. I love the fact that she said, you know, I have an affair. She didn't have to say that. That really like he, I just want to, I've never told you that, but I just want to tell you that now. Even if you just change one person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. and really totally. it's all by example. If people are attracted, people are attracted to you. You know, I don't have to preach this. If they, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, you lead by example, that's it. And then they start to, you know, they're starting to lean in a little more and a little more. Right. Yeah. What is she saying? What is she doing? You know, because I've manifested some things lately that were seemingly impossible. And, you know, like my sister's like, how did you do that? <laughs> So cool. Yes. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Okay. I can't wait to read your book. I haven't read it yet. Um, I didn't know that you had it. I, I thought you were in the process of writing it. So No, I wrote that and I'm okay. in the process of putting it in Audible because okay. for me, um, I read certain guests that are coming on my show. It's not on Audible, so I have to read it. But for me, I just save so much time. You know, I yeah, I do a lot of Audible. Hour and I'm, you know, I can get through two books in one week. Yeah, that's, that's what I do too. Um, yeah. But I will definitely read your book. And I know everyone here is going to want to. But before we go there, tell us the top three max potential habits that you believe got you where you are today. Well, the top three, is it only three? Uh, I know, right? <laughs> uh, well, the top three would be morning routine. And in the morning routine is journaling, affirmations, gratitude list, diet, and exercise. That's how I, you know, that's, that would, I've been considering that as one. Another one is don't compare yourself to anybody. Mm-hmm. When you start comparing yourself to somebody, um, you're just, forget, it's such a slippery slope, especially That's when you're huge. trying to accomplish something really big. I have really big dreams and I'm going, oh my God, look at these people, how am I going to get there? Uh, and then the third one I would say is take everything in small bites. For me, I, w- I have a big dream and I go, if I couldn't see how I was going to get from A to Z, I'm just throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. Now I, I you know, have a, 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 um, a blocked out schedule every day of one or two or three things that are moving me forward in my life, personally and professionally. At the end of the day, I, I check them off and I give myself praise for that. And that gives me motivation to do more. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, sorry, so one more, good. do not beat yourself up. Do not, be, it doesn't do any good for anybody. I love these so much. We definitely are super aligned. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. We have to. So like, great. Okay. So, so give us, if you, if you were to give us, I mean, the title's very obvious, but let's say if you were to give a 
just a little synopsis of your book. What are people going to get out of it when they read it? Okay, like I said, the first part of the book, it tells you um, how we got into it. I, I use fear-based mindset and conditioned mindset. I alternate between the two parts because it is conditioned. So how we got there. And the second part of the book gives you nine principles of how to obtain and sustain a mindset of faith. You know, it's very, I want it to be very concise. It's, it's a, uh, you know, I wanted every paragraph to mean something. I didn't want you have to read a whole page to like get to one point because I have ADD. So I didn't, anybody else out there, no, nobody has a lot of time. So it's a, it's a manual, it's a like guide that you can always refer to when you get off balance. And I'm going to be adding more to that in my audible. But, okay. Um, yeah, awesome. So. Can they get it on Amazon? Yes, they can get on Amazon. Okay. So everyone listening, that will definitely be in the show notes. I highly recommend it. And if you are on my uh, email list, I will also put a link to it in the, my weekly newsletter that goes out with the release of this. So lots of good ways. And then also tell us about, obviously, Transparent with Tina, YouTube. How often do you release interviews? Every week. Every week. Yeah. Every okay. Friday is the full interview. I do, you know, lead up on Monday and uh, Thursdays gives you a little snippet to what the show's about. And then it's released on YouTube. It's transcribed on my podcast. So if you don't want to watch videos and you just like podcasts, either way you get the show. And um, if anybody thinks that they would be a good fit for the show, just uh, email me at Tina Marks with, with an X, Tina, M-A-R-X-T-V at gmail.com. And uh, we'll take a look, see if you're a good fit, because I'm always looking for, you know, interesting guests that, uh, that are in this kind of genre. Awesome. That's so great. Okay. It has been really, really joyful to have you here, making me smile so big. I love, I love, I first, everyone knows I love podcasting because for me, it's like, I get so much juice out of getting to just connect with you and learn about you and then I'm like yes we're bringing awesomeness to the to my people and it just yeah. makes me like blissed out so thank you for being here thank you for having me I love it I'm just feeling such a buzz right now yeah good <laughs> thank you all right everyone thank you thank you all for being here this show wouldn't exist without you if you're liking what you hear be sure to head on over to iTunes leave a review if you don't have an iPhone go to Google it takes less than five minutes just type into Google how to leave an iTunes review and it gives you directions super easy it really helps me out spread the word uh, attract more awesome people to our community thank you thank you thank you I hope you all have an incredible max potential week where you thrive and feel alive thanks so much for listening to this episode of the max potential habits podcast if you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free eBooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus links to NFA coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up-leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one -on -one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, 
thriving, kick-ass life and business.